what is up thank you for tuning in to outside the cage on this lovely tuesday night i'm your co-host jalen this is my boy eric how are we feeling today feeling pretty good man just got back from texas yesterday and i've got to make a statement i've got to make a statement so there's a lot of hype out there about the california girls about miami about uh, scottsdale phoenix area how they have the hottest chicks but there are more nines and tens in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex than I think any other area in the world, dude. One of my wise friends, Spencer Stockton, he lives in Orange County, so he lives around a lot of baddies. And he said, I've seen more tens in the last 23 hours than I've seen in the first 23 hours of my life. So I just had to put that on the record. Shout out my guy, Ace Hona. You you know where it's at. You picked the right school to go to grad school at. If y'all ever just if y'all ever want to go eat, go to TCU. And the ratio there, it's about 70% girls and 30% guys in the school. And I'm convinced that on the admissions thing, they look at the girls' Instagrams, and if they're not hotter than an eight or a seven, they don't let them in the school, even if they have like a four point five GPA. And I know that I know that so, that's not what anybody's here to listen to, but I just had to get no, that I'm off here my to listen to it. Hey, can you make the rules here? So, with that being said, any any kills, dude? I was I was flustered, not flustered, but I was just I was beside Too many myself. options, and yeah, a little bit of that. And one one block in the road is that it was parents' weekend, so ah. there'd be a ten. And then the mom would be next to her. She'd be like a 10. And then the dad would be right there. You know know my brand. You know my brand. (laughs) Go straight to the moms. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 100%. (laughs) Uh, What a weekend it was, though. We have a new light heavyweight champion and a new heavyweight interim champion. Alex Pereira, the new light heavyweight champion, wins via knockout over Yuri Prochaska. He just keeps amazing us. Um, like we said, kind of his the run that he's been on in the past two years has been insane. It's been extraordinary. Still hasn't had double-digit MMA fights. Um, yes, I mean, hasn't had double-digit UFC fights, I could say for a fact. Um, just insane what he does. Um, still, it's, it makes, again, I'm not trying to come out here and, hype my guy even more but it just makes what Izzy did even more impressive but I'm not going to take away from Pereira but um, yeah just flowers to Pereira two division champ rare class that he's in I don't think that's being talked about enough that he's a two division champ that's tough to do um, what was your thoughts on that fight and just everything that happened over the weekend and where where, where does I want to ask you this sorry I know here kind of kind of skipping around but where does Pereira rank as like almost I don't want to say like because you can't rank him as like a light heavyweight or a middleweight because he's kind of just didn't have a great I mean he had a great run at middleweight not a long run and he just started to run like heavyweight where does he rank like I say all time but just kind of like combat his I guess just in just combat sports in general that's what I would say. So in terms of mixed martial arts, I don't think he's entered the upper, upper echelon yet of the GOATs or just the Hall of Famers even. But in terms of combat sports athletes, he's a two-time glory kick or two-division glory kickboxing champion. 
Now he's a two-division UFC champion. He's the first guy to ever do that. So that in itself is insane. I feel like most of the guys that transfer from other combat sports into MMA and have really successful MMA careers, most of the time it's wrestlers that do it. You don't hear of as many boxing world champions or kickboxing world champions come over and have that great of a career in the UFC. Obviously, Izzy did it. Obviously, there's been some Muay Thai, Taekwondo, Taekwondo guys in there. But, man, this is just so impressive. I think Pereira's – I think you've got to put him in the – you got to put him in that same category as the guys that won college national titles in wrestling, maybe even competed in the Olympics, and then went over and became UFC champions. So, like – the DCs, for example, obviously Pereira hasn't had the MMA career DC had yet, but he probably had a better kickboxing career than DC had wrestling. Yeah. So I'd say Pereira's in that in that DC tier when we're just talking about combat sports athletes. And the thing that stood out to me the most in the fight was Pereira's leg kicks. The first one he threw, it almost looked like he took out Yuri's uh, perennial nerve or something. The way that it damaged Prohaska, he I was. Wish I, had, I wish I had live betting because after that first leg kick, I, I was like, fight's over. I like literally out loud, I was like, ah, it's over. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the only way Yuri can win this is if he gets a takedown and subs him or TKOs him. And he did get that takedown, but Pereira was still able to get up and finish it it was the first round right end of the first yeah end of the first and then he got knocked down in the second okay okay second yeah so he finished him in the second sorry night was a little bit of a blur for me but yeah that was just so impressive i threw down some money on poetan right before because we were just down bad after losing our bet on the tcu game that we were boots on the ground for so i was kind of desperate but it worked out and yeah, I think it does make Izzy look that much better because Izzy ate a lot of those leg kicks and he was still able to oh, stay on the bike for the most part. I mean, I think that obviously the knockout win for Izzy is impressive, but I think what's like looking back at what we know now, like the fact that he almost won a five round decision. Mm-hmm. Like that's because those fucking leg kicks are brutal, bro, for five rounds. And even in the last fight, he he was he couldn't kick him anymore, so he just had to play possum. It's literally what it was. He could not take those leg kicks no more. And that was his that was his final move. Um but yeah, man, I just think it's so impressive what Pereira's done. And I don't I think it's real easy to not really like dig deep into it and not like talk about it just because it's kind of like I don't know. He doesn't really speak English. Um, he's not an American fighter. He's not really out here much. But like, what he's done and what this run has been on, I think it's it's needs to be talked about more. It's le- a legit like run of like almost like if this was anybody else, like if they had more fights, like we're like saying they're like one of the best ever. Mm-hmm. And it's if anything, Pereira's had a lot of those fights at the top level that some of the goats did, he just didn't have to fight as many contenders on his way up because he had the Adesanya storyline to kind of boost him yeah. through in a way. And he did get some crazy knockouts to make that possible. But do you, so when Pereira throws those leg kicks, it looks like he's throwing it at about 10 or about 30%, right? Yeah. 
could you just imagine if he threw that at a hundred percent, like how Gaethje throws his? Yeah, ah, uh, yeah. He's just a special. He's just a specimen, bro. Special, special human being. Special force. Um, yeah, but I think also the fact that he doesn't throw them so quick and hard, he's able to throw at a more higher rate. Yeah, he just can stick it out there at any time. He's literally, he's literally like a jab, bro. He's literally just pop, 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 pop. Like it's just crazy, yeah. But it is yeah, like a I don't see, jab. I mean, obviously Jamal is not healthy yet. We don't. Did you see Jamal the fight? By the way, he looks fat. <laughs> Everyone was saying, people were saying it looks like a Teletubby. Bro, he just, I don't know. But again, I said this earlier in the week um, before this. Like, I'm just not betting against. He's in that category. Alex in that category to me where I'm not betting against him until it happens. Like, until he loses. I'm literally just not going to bet against him. Can't. You literally can't bet against him. <laughs> no, he's been a, yeah, he's been pretty fucking undeniable lately. Just got, Got rocked once by Izzy in a fight where he was having not having his way, but he was on the offensive up until Izzy had that legendary knockout. So, and the fact that he was an alcoholic also at probably what do you say like five years ago or something like that is when he was just yeah. sitting in the bar and he saw that Izzy interview. It kind of motivated him to get back on his world champ shit. It's not like he's just been in this for fifteen years. The dude is. Obviously, he works hard and puts a lot of time and dedication into it, but he is just a freak specimen, like you said. Like his bone density, it must be something insane. He's he's got yeah. that Yoel Romero type genetics, like how Joe Rogan would always talk about the doctor and Yoel's eye, and how they said it was like nothing he's ever seen before. I'd be willing to bet Perez in that same exact boat because that yeah. dude is a freak. He was playing ping pong with Yuri's head when he knocked him out. First, he hit him with the right hook and just kind of like hit Yuri's head into his left hand, into yep. Pereira's left hand. That was a thing of beauty. And yeah. I did hear some people saying that it was an early stoppage. Live, it did kind of look like it, but Yuri didn't protest it after the fight, during the the moment. You have to, you have to look at like where it's going. So like... There was no chance he was gonna get up. It was really gonna only gonna end worse. So like, I'm not mad at the stoppage. If there was like, if there was a chance, like, oh, like it was a certain position, or he could have like got up. Like he, there's no, there was no chance of him getting up. So in that case, I'm pro early stoppage as opposed to late stoppage because it's just okay. We let it go ten more seconds, fifteen more seconds. It doesn't change. It, nothing would have happened. It would just been more more damage. That's true. The and yep. And one thing I also heard someone say is that. One shot from Pereira probably equals two or three from somebody else when someone's just laying down there defenseless yeah. like that. Yeah. Those are really going to do damage. And he had thrown about 10 elbows. It kind of looked like it was to the back of the head just from the angle that we had. But the ref had a really good line of sight on it. So I feel like he would have stepped in if, if those elbows were yeah. going to the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, well, congrats, light heavyweight champ. Alex Pereira, um, hopefully we get Jamal Hill back healthy. Um, if not, I would like to see a Johnny Walker Ankaliyev winner versus Pereira. Facts. They booked their rematch, right? Yeah. Per, yeah. Or Walker versus Ankaliyev. I think that lines up with the timeline as well. Unfortunately, this is another another division where we won't be able to have a title fight on UFC 300 most likely. But hey, we still got 
we still got a few months for it. Yeah. So, Speaking yeah. of a guy who wanted to get on 300, the new interim heavyweight champion, Tom Aspinall, defeats Sergey round one via knockout. Just phenomenal performance, phenomenal athlete. Um, no one's made Sergey look like that. I'm not going to come on here and say I predicted it, but I wasn't sold on Sergey just because of the people he's fought. Um, Tom's had a way tougher schedule um, resume, so I wasn't shocked at all. Um, and I also wasn't shocked. Like a lot, I also think a lot of times with these heavyweights, we kind of think like, so obviously how Tom Aspinall wins via first-round knockout, we think like he dominated. Like, no, he didn't dominate. It was just that's how the heavyweights go. Like it wasn't like Sergey performed bad. It was just that's how that fight was going to end either way, win or lose. It was ending in the first, second round. Um, so I'm still high on Sergey. I think he has a lot left in his UFC career. But uh, this Tom Aspinall, bro, he's just a freak athlete. I don't think we've had an athlete at the heavyweight division like this since John Jones. Yeah, dude, Aspinall reminds me of an NFL DN. Yeah. The end type athlete, just the bounciness he has, the the hand speed is absolutely nuts at a heavyweight. I forgot which fighter said it, but one of them said that he literally has hand speed like a lightweight or a welterweight. Yeah, just his one two and his boxing combos, and you could see it in there. He was just faster than Sergey. He was getting in and out, and Sergey did catch him a few times with ones that I thought would drop Aspinall. I think that was probably the. The first time in Sergey's UFC career, MMA career, where he's caught someone clean and it hasn't changed the fight completely. Because Aspinall got rocked and he still, well, he got caught really well and still had his wherewithouts about him. Just kind of yeah. stayed in the pocket, fired back. And that was just so impressive. He did the one thing I said he shouldn't do, which was just engage in a firefight with Sergey Pavlovich. But he came out on top. Is there any chance for Tom and Stipe at 300? That's what I've been hearing. But after seeing Stipe walk out in UFC 295 when he was walking to his seat, someone on Twitter said, man, Stipe even walks old. He was like limping, bro. He looked like a retired fighter, like when they show Chuck Liddell or Randy Couture or one of the legends on the screen. So I love yeah, Stipe. Yeah. We obviously we want to see our favorite fighters perform, but at this point in his but, career, so how long does he have? So if Tom fights someone else, can you fight again for the interim? So I'm saying, like, defending an interim title is kind of weird. Yeah, they they really almost they, should have vacated it, bro. Unless it's yeah. Well, you like always John announces his retirement. Do they just switch it to the title, or that's true? I think if I think if he announces his retirement, you just do a heavyweight title fight. But Tom's the interim, and then I mean it would still just be like it's vacant. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. They must have know something about John Jones, like his he plans on coming back. But um, yeah, because obviously John didn't announce his retirement. They would have just vacated it. Weird situation here. Um, but yeah, I think now you look at it and like John versus Aspinall is kind of a really good matchup that I would like to see. Mm-hmm. Kind of matches his athleticism a little bit. Um, he's probably a better striker from the 
20 seconds we saw him box with with Cyril. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. That John Jones situation is definitely going to be weird. Um, be interesting to see, but yeah, I don't know what they're going to do if Tom has to defend it because you, I mean, Tom can fight again. He's he said he's ready. He wants three hundred. Um, you got to keep that active. But yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Maybe he'll. I don't know the timetable on John. They said a year now. Yeah, it was because he has surgery and recovery. Yeah. So people were saying it was fishy how John's injury got caught on video as well, and I hadn't really thought of that in the moment, but it is a little weird that they're videoing at the perfect time. Mm, what's your reasoning? I don't know what it would be, but it is – like, why would they be filming that? They were just kind of doing a casual role unless someone was just taking a video for their snap story and it happened to be when John got hurt. Yeah. People were saying he was faking it, which so I really if not, think. if not John Jones, who's next for Aspinall? Mm. I would like to see a a Cyril gone versus Yeltsin Almeida fight, oh, okay. and then the winner of that gets the shot. Because I think I think gone and Almeida not gone as much because Aspinall would probably just take him down, but they both kind of match Aspinall's athleticism. Just for yeah. the size. They might not be as athletic, but they're more in that same range. They're kind yeah. of that new build, new breed of heavyweight. They're just specialists. And Almeida did look pretty good on the feet against Lewis. Yeah. For when he was. So yeah. I yeah, that's that's what I want to see right now. Um, for that division. If Stipe is not ready to rock, obviously that would be the best pay per view, would be the best thing for Aspinall. Might break my heart a little bit. And one more thing on Aspinall. It is very impressive because he said that he hurt his back three days after he got the call for this title shot. Yeah, you so can't he wasn't really even him. Yeah, he wasn't really even able to train up before his fight. And Sergey had been doing a camp because he was already the backup fighter for John Jones versus Steve Amiotic. So yeah, it was short notice for Sergey that he was going to be the co-main event, and he was 100% fighting, but he it's not like he wasn't in shape. He was in the gym that whole time, whereas Aspinall, not so much. And then he got injured, so he really just went in there with no camp and still looked really, really good. So I think we have a special heavyweight on our hands, special fighter. Michael Bisbing's claims looking less crazy now. He said that he thinks Aspinall would go out and win this fight and then run the heavyweight division up until he retires and retires one of the GOATs. And I think he has the potential to do that right now. Yeah, definitely. I don't see any holes in his game. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that at that heavyweight division, like we've seen like at the upper divisions like light heavyweight and heavyweight when you're just a special athlete you can really run that division um obviously john jones and light heavyweight um fuck even brock lesnar had a run um just being that big and being an athlete because a lot of those heavyweight guys they're kind of just one thing um that's why mm-hmm. cyril gone i think had a lot of success early he's just an athlete freak athlete so i think if you're an athlete in those upper weight classes you can really do some damage um yeah great car um jessica and big win over mackenzie dern upset yeah. there um 
The win I'm most impressed with is Benoit St. Denis. Yeah. That was the one where I was like, whoa, he's a guy. He's a guy. Whoa, he was on his back for two minutes and got up. And as soon as he had a slight opening, headshot, dead, nasty head kick. Looked like he caught caught the tip of that guy's head with his big toe and just put – Frivola to sleep. Yeah. yeah. The French are making a little comeback with Wemby looking good in the NBA. Wemby. <laughs> Saint Denis. Saint Denis or whatever looking good in the UFC. They're yeah. they're starting to save their reputation a little bit. I'm starting to think of those guys more than I think of the the race car driver in Talladega Nights when I think of French people. So good on them. Yeah. Speaking of um reputations your man Usman Nurmagomedov test positive for steroids gets his title revoked I think he has a year ban uh six months is what they're saying right now yeah what's so what's what do you got what do you got on this story and what do you think so we're still waiting for more details to clear out but for what we know right now it was an undisclosed substance so could be a pictogram could be straight trt um, Usman is claiming that his doctors gave him s- something that helped with physical therapy and recovery, and he didn't know. He forgot to put it in. Feels like that's what's said every single time this happens. Yeah. The Dagestanis, everyone said it for the longest time. They don't get tested up in those mountains. They can do whatever they want. USADA's not going to climb up to the village and take their piss. That, bro, that is true. They can't. Because, like, not to, like... Obviously, like it's a serious situation, but like I remember when the Nelk boys went to Russia, like they were like, "Bro, you cannot get in there unless you like have somebody you like know." Yep. Yeah, so, like, they were they detained at the airport, right? Until yeah, they, they can literally like. Khabib. Yeah, they can literally like if they're if you saw us coming to test, and then like let's say for example, Khabib knows he's dirty, Khabib like, "Bro, fuck them! Don't let them in." What are they gonna do? Mm-hmm. And then and then the Russians just say, "Oh, you could be a spy." We'll throw you yeah. in the gulag. Or I wonder, get back I wonder how they got it. Wonder how they got uh, it. It was in California. Mm, AKA. Which does, yeah, which does kind of make me think it could be just a tainted supplement because they're not that dumb. They're not going to be doing it when they're in the states when they could get tested by USADA. I'm sure they cycle on when that's they're in Dagestan and then cycle bro, that's off. It's not, not a thing. Putting it in, oh, I didn't know. Like, no, that's not a thing, bro. That's not a thing. It's it's not. And that's everyone's excuse, and that's not a thing. Um, now, I don't know where this comes into their religion. You saw Connor talking about that? No, I didn't. I'm, I'm, I was curious myself. What did Connor say? He just had a little, he just had a little drunk tweet. He'll probably have more comments. I think I have a picture of it. But he basically said Allah would be ashamed. <clears throat> yeah, I just I, I thought that's like not frowned upon doing drugs. It's a drug, no? Mm-hmm. Cracks are slipping a little bit. Or the cracks yeah. are starting to show what I've always said, man. They could they could put on whatever type of facade they want for the cameras. But when they're up in those mountains. Yeah, you ain't gotta tell me. They could be doing whatever they want yeah. and there are yeah. there are videos where khabib like someone will be joking with him in the gym and he'll just flip him off real quick or something like that just like how boys do 
But yeah. then when the cameras are in front of him, he's never going to do something like that. When you act different in the public than you do in private, there's a chance that there's more you're hiding. I agree. Like if you were to hang out with us off the show, we'll, we'd talk very similar to how we talk mm-hmm. on here. We might not say as much crazy stuff on here so we don't get taken off the internet, but you know. Yeah. No, I, 100%, I agree. Like no one's like that 24-7. Like you're really training and going to church and sleeping, only those three things. Like let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. We're all, the the training, all, the, all the training they do, um, I do believe they don't drink alcohol. So all the training they do, all the like how much they take care of their bodies, all the good shape they're in. You tell me them dudes don't begin horned up. There's no way they don't suffer from TMS. They don't so because guys. they're not. They don't because they're not. <laughs> and Kyle did allude to it. They knew they couldn't say too much, but he made it sound like they got they got more going on there than what they show yeah. with the ladies. Yeah. I don't know if it's no Fort Worth, but <laughs> it might be all right. No, but I feel like you can't say that about I, I 100% believe there's baddies there but like have you been to Arizona yeah no oh, okay I haven't so I haven't been I haven't been to like the devil's den I haven't been to Scottsdale but that's true but it's better than Orange County oh yeah I, I agree been to Miami, so I can't say I'm that with you. I'm with you um this week we got Brennan Allen versus Paul Craig Brennan Allen minus 475 Paul Craig plus 350 um are we in the apex here? I would imagine so. We are in the apex. Yeah, in the apex here. Um, middleweight bout here. What do you like for this one? Kind of one of those uh, ones we always say, guy guy coming up versus a guy kind of on the way down. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and so I'm a big Brendan Allen guy. I've been I've been on the Brendan Allen train. He's on a five fight win streak. He they might all be submissions or most of them. He's a master of the rear naked choke. He's able to do it without getting the body lock in. He just does it in a really subtle, sneaky way. But with that being said, he wins Hmm. most of his fights with grappling. And you know our logic with good old Paul Craig. We both love a Paul Craig fight. And he does not get out grappled very often. Yeah. So while I do believe Allen's the better fighter at this point in their careers, I still think Paul Craig is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous grappler. And if you tell me that Paul Craig is going to be in a heavy grappling fight and he's plus 350, I like those odds. So for what the odds are, I'm going to be betting on Paul Craig in this one. I like it, yeah. You're, you're learning, bro. You're trying to take my reasonings. I don't know if that's good or bad for your bank account, but kind of just the same. I think it's a good uh, take. Kind of, kind of the same take I have, yeah, for that value. Um, I mean, like I said, when you look at guys like Brennan Allen, who kind of tend to win one way, um, his last three, four out of five wins have been subs. And then you look at Paul Craig, who has only been submitted one time in his career. Um, yeah, it's tough. Uh, how else does Brennan Allen win? So it's kind of one of those give or take. Something's got to give, so. Yeah, I agree. For the for the for the value, you'll take you'll take the Paul Craig. The one fight I am stoked about, Michael Morales versus Jake Matthews. I know you're yep. stoked for this one. So get in your Dana back here, promote this one for us. 
Dude, so we've got two young bucks on the card today. Michael Morales is a guy that we have both had our eyes on ever since he came into the contender series. I believe he was 19 or 20 years old when he first hopped on the scene. He's a minus 310 favorite against the Aussie Jake Matthews. But Jake Matthews is no slouch either. He's a well-rounded fighter. He's 29 years old, so he's right in his prime right now. He has five wins by submission in his career, so he's a good grappler. And I believe that he's going to test Michael Morales in the grappling department. I think Michael Morales is a better striker. He's one of the most technical boxers in that division. And this is a classic striker versus grappler matchup, in my opinion. That's what it's going to turn into. It'll be interesting to see how Morales weathers the storm. He did beat Max Griffin in his last fight in a unanimous decision, and Max Griffin was heavy on the wrestling in that fight. So that gives me some faith in Morales, which is probably why the odds makers have him at minus 310. So I'm not really confident enough to straight bet Morales in this one for those odds. I do think he'll win the fight, but I think it's closer than the odds. Yeah, super pumped for this one. Um, great to see two young guys get a chance here in the co-main. Um, just interesting, like you said, what what's going to give. Um, I think if Michael Morales wins this, he's on the way to being a young star here. This can be a really breakout opportunity for him here. So I'm excited, man. I like these. I like these two fights that we have here. These two fights, main and co-main. Yeah, me too. And then there, there's some young guys kind of sprinkled throughout this card, even in the third fight of the night, Chase Hooper versus Jordan Levitt. It's crazy that Chase Hooper is only 24 years old at this point in his career. He's been around yeah. forever. Oh. He did look a lot bigger and stronger in his last fight than he has. And I'm all over Hooper in this one against Jordan Levitt. Ever, seen, ever since seeing uh, Levitt versus Patty, I just don't have much faith in the guy. Dang, Charles Johnson opening the card? Yeah, I don't like how they put him way down there, but yeah. I'll still be rocking with my guy. Euros Medic. I remember I won some money on him last uh last fight. Mm-hmm. Which taking on yeah, Johnny Gaethje. Yeah. Yeah, I like him in this one too. Um yeah, great card here. Locked in. Yeah, locked really in good week. Apex card. I'll be the next in. weekend. Whew, I wish I was in Austin for the card next weekend because that one. I know I, it's annoying. It's tough to look ahead too much. But this card is a banger, bro. The main card, I was talking with one of my friends, and every fight on the UFC Austin main card could be like the third fight on a big pay-per-view. No, Benny Benny, and Saryukian can definitely co-main. Hooker and Bobby Green can co-main, depending on where it's at. And Fa- you can sell me on a Fa and Figgy co-main event too. Isn't that an elite card? And Sean Brady and Kevin Gallison could for sure be, be a third fight on a, on a pay-per-view. Yep. Fire. That. I, yeah, that is a great card. And the Austin crowds always go hard. Got Misha Tate on the prelims. I like to see that. We've got Tim and Sugar's guy, Drakkar Close. He's, a, he's one of Tim's coaches at the Jiu-Jitsu gym, taking on Joe Selecki. That's another good one. I got that. Uh, that that has UFC Orlando vibes written all over it. Yeah. You remember well, Orlando it, from last year? Can't get our head of ourselves, brother. We'll save that for next week. Yes, sir. And I've got a 
Got to say on the airwaves, Dallas Cowboys own the New York Giants. Nothing new there. I was in enemy territory this weekend. Really glad I didn't drop money on the game. Dude, so the Giants were 18-point underdogs right before the game started. I almost bet the Giants, bro, honestly, to be honest with you. Dude, Bustos and I, we made a five-legger for the afternoon games. Every other leg hit except for the Giants plus 18. You don't know how mad I was, bro. I would, but if we get Caleb Williams, good luck to y'all. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, I'll be ready. Well, <laughs> thank you for another show, brother. I'll keep enjoying our Cowboys victories until they stop. So, I'll be locked in this weekend on the card. I'll be locked in this weekend on the card for real. Yes, sir. And, yeah, if y'all are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, hit up um, – Oh, what's the bar called? Shoot. Second rodeo. Just something different over there. Lots of country music. Baddies. Rich baddies, too, because they all have to pay 60000 a year to go to that school. So it's just like the perfect storm, man. It's crazy. Yeah, facts. got to get out there. All right, then. I will talk to you soon. Doses.